0: Constance Hall, one of the most talked-about bloggers in the country. Look out! Opinionated, raw, thought-provoking, and never shy to have an opinion. Annalise is her best friend, the yin to her yang, the Gale to her Oprah. She's the chic one. Just ask her. A show for queens by queens. No topic is too taboo. A shame-free, judge-free space. Oversharing, commiserating, and celebrating. This is the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Come
1: on, girls! Good evening, Constance. Good evening, Annalise. Now, if you didn't catch us last year on Sunday mornings, we are the Queen Sesh. We are now Sunday evenings. You might have uh, heard of my friend and co-host, Constance Hall. She's a writer. She's a blogger. She's got Don't forget big brother. In 2005, you might have First one evicted. Yeah, in the first <laughs> week of Big Brother. And, um, but now you're a pretty big deal on Facebook these days. One in <laughs> <two laughs> <minutes laughs> likes, yeah. And yeah, I'm Annalise okay. <laughs> and I'm her best friend and we've been mates forever and now we are the sesh. The sesh, the queen sesh. Welcome. So tonight, Con, Valentine's Day is coming up Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So tonight's going to be a bit of a love theme for the show. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm not huge on Valentine's Day, as you know. No, but
2: I will. Got I love love. Yes. So you. any
1: excuse. Absolutely, um, and also, Con, you went vegan this week. I did. Mm. I
2: just still got a couple of vegan tendencies, but we'll get back to that.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I want to hear what you actually told me off air, which was. That when you revealed you were no longer vegan, it caused a huge uproar online. Yes.
2: I can't. Oh, wait. God, yeah. I can't. <laughs>
1: wait. Yes, I love it. I love it when they troll. I, I, know, I kicked the vegan nest. Oh. <laughs>
0: Queen
2: Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Now Annalise, a week or two ago, a week and a half ago or something like that, I watched the documentary Forks Over Knives. I've been told by a few people to watch it and I do take a lot of interest in health because um, of my ulcerative colitis, inflamed bowel disease, mm. which um, can flare up and make me very uncomfortable, go to the toilet all the time. It's awkward, embarrassing disease to have. And And it also can lead to bowel cancer. So I really need to keep on top of myself. When you're pregnant, you want to take minimal medicines. And so, yeah, I'm always willing to find out about different and new diet revelations that are going to help me. So I read, I watched this movie and this documentary goes on about all of the health implications to eating dairy and animal proteins and I believed it. I do believe it. Still, like, I was brainwashed. I was like, Denzie and he was asleep. And I was like, babe, we're all vegans.
1: Oh, my God.
2: I know. I was going <laughs> head first. I'm like, no, nope, I can't have another piece of cheese past my lips because it's carcinogenic and et cetera, et cetera. So I got ahead of myself mm. and I started um, telling everybody that I was a vegan that I met because oh I think when you're suffering – you, misery likes company. Mm. You really, if you, if I was loving it, like, you know when you love something, you don't tell anyone you did it. Like, I got really drunk or I shagged my neighbour. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, I whatever it is that you're doing, I ate a hog cake to myself. You don't feel the need to tell anyone because you got that satisfaction
1: and you got validation from what you were doing because mm. it was fun. So you weren't a smug vegan.
2: I was kind of smug. Mm. I There was one incident at the local bakery, and I'm sorry for the, to the lady that works there, where she put, accidentally put feta in my avocado on toast. Oh. And I was. <laughs> Like, um, babe, and I like just stared at her. I was like, I'm a vegan. Oh, god, yeah, I know. And as the words came out of my mouth, I was just like, No, you're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So then I had a nap and my weakness is when I first wake up, I'm always like craving something and I just said, nah, I have to eat some Nutella, like I need chocolate in my life and mm. so I made up all these excuses to myself as to why it's fine, I'm pregnant, you know, all that stuff and I went and stuffed my face with a half a jar of Nutella and then I had to like come forth to the family and tell them that I'm no longer a vegan and I'm off my high horse and I'm sorry, all the apologies started and Denim just laughed because he knew it was never going to last. Just a, 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 a passing phase. Passing phase. So then I went and wrote a blog about it. Now, it was a very non-offensive blog. Yeah. I wasn't bagging vegans. I wasn't smugly saying that I love eating meat now. I was, and I'm not eating meat still, sorry, but it's just like the dairy and the, you know. Mm. And I just said, you know, it didn't work. And I, like, hat goes off to anyone that can do it. And I got so much abuse. Yes. You, like, somebody even told me that, like, I just killed 7,000 animals. <laughs> And even Denim was laughing at that one. He was like, where did they get that number from? (laughs) They were like, but she saved 7,000 animals in the week that she didn't eat animals. And I was like, did I really save 7,000 animals? How? I don't know, but the vegans have vegan facts. And Mm -hmm. vegan facts are, you know, they've got their back up. They're they're armed for this argument. I was not. I just watched one doco and... (laughs) And I tried and I failed and I'm sorry and, yeah, it was awful. it was So I've realised, somebody said to me, Con, 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 you know, you don't publicly talk about vegans or immunizations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. And, Con, nothing scares me more than, you know, films with creepy kids like The Exorcist <laughs> and Oh, my God, what the was Ring.
2: that? That one, Red Rum. Remember
1: that one? No, I don't Stephen King, like there
2: was twin little girls. Oh. <laughs> I know.
1: Oh. <laughs> I can't handle this stuff. And recently a thread went viral on Twitter and someone asked for what's the creepiest thing your kids ever said. And I read them and I was home alone and the kids were asleep upstairs and then I was just wondering what they were doing, if they actually were asleep <laughs> or maybe they were doing their own seance. They're pl- planning something. Oh. Okay, so this is, this is one of the ones that creeped me out. Walking with my two-year-old in a cemetery by our house, she says, Mummy, who is that man in the red jacket by the stone house? There was no one else in the cemetery. He's waving at me. She waved back. He's coming over to talk.
2: Oh. I don't like that coming over bit. Ugh, like either. just stay next to the stone thing. I know, just wave <laughs> in your red coat. Just wave. My son, Arlo, who's now seven, six, sorry, seven this year, when he was four and five was always talking about his past life. I've heard of this. Yeah. Yes. It was really weird. Like he was like, you know my real mum and dad? And I was like, yeah, that's us, darling. And he was like, no, 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 my other one. You know, she was really nice and made a swimming pool and my dad died in a car crash. (gasps) And I was like, no, honey, you've only got one mum and dad. And he was like... Oh, well, anyway, I really enjoyed playing with her because she used to always buy me lollies and she'd jump in the pool even if she said it was too cold and all this stuff. And then I was like, okay, cool. And then he goes, and then the long road to get to you, I had to walk so far, Mum, and the road was lonely and I was just walking and walking and finally I got to you. I and then I was know. like, which mum did you prefer? And he just gave me awkward
1: eyes. <laughs> <gasps> well, oh, yeah, she had a pool and gave him lollies. That's all the time. right. So I, step up I don't game. have a pool. <laughs> Second mum. Um, that's creepy. Really
2: creepy. I've had heaps of creepy incidences with my kids. Even just the other day, my twins, Snow and Rumi, Snow was up in my bedroom and Rumi was balancing along the thing at the side of the pond mm. and he grabbed onto a wall. And I didn't know, but Rumi was stuck. And he was, like, really quietly, like, shaking, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. But no one was listening to him. No one was paying attention. And Snow came running down the stairs. There's no way of seeing him from upstairs. And she's like, "Mom, mom, mom, help Riri. Help oh. Riri. And the whole family just went. dee Yes. The, the,
1: the twin thing.
2: <laughs> the twin thing, yeah. So not scary things haven't happened to me, but I definitely think that kids
1: have got something happening, something going on. They're more open. Mm. Mm, I find them creepy. Well, next, Con, (laughs) we're going to find the creepiest kid in Australia we'll be chatting (laughs) to next.
0: The Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Megan from
1: Queensland, what did your creepy kid say?
3: My daughter, uh, she was 18 months old at the time. She's three now and she was watching Play School And they cut to uh, like a live recording of an orchestra playing Beethoven's, um, I think it was Ode to Joy. And we've got a painting of Beethoven in our living room and it's up quite high on the wall because we've got really high ceilings and she's never noticed it before. And she turns away from the television and she starts pointing at the painting. She didn't say anything and didn't do anything, but she kept pointing. And because it was actually a DVD, we tried it again a couple of times and every time that piece of music came on she would turn around and point to the painting. Oh, my and God. And there's been... Yeah, I know. It's well, not a creep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that's creepy. And we've got Chantel from Kalgoorlie in WA. What did your creepy kid say?
3: He ended up getting in our bed one night, which he'd never really done that often. And we were thinking oh, that it was lucky. pretty strange. But, mm. you know, we just rolled with it. It kept him happy. And then the next morning I was helping him get dressed and he just casually looks at me and goes, what was that lady doing last night? <gasps> oh. And I was like, instant goosebumps. What lady? And he goes, oh, the one in my room. Oh. Um, she was holding something like round. Oh. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Almost into you <laughs> at this point. Oh, my God. And then he decides to say, oh, I said, what colour hair did she have? And he goes, black, and <gasps> she's not a goodie. <gasps> and I was like, oh, no. and I my mum. And I was like, mum, like, this has just happened and... And yeah, and then he started getting in our bed for about four months <gasps> after I don't that. I would blame him. I would,
2: and I I, in that I was room saying again. to my,
3: yeah, and I was saying to my partner every time I was like, if he wakes up tonight, you can go down there because I don't want to see that lady. Like, I don't want to know oh, who it is. Totally. And yet he's actually moved into his brother's room now because. <sighs> He was too scared to stay in there.
2: Oh, my God. That is horrendous. Do you know what I thought you were going to say when you said, what was that lady doing last night? Which lady, honey? The one in bed with Dad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so that would be the next nightmare.
0: <laughs> the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and
1: Annalise. Last week you shared your wedding video. I did. And it shone a spotlight on one of our oldest friends, your MC, Hugh. And we had him on the show last week and he confessed he is looking for love and he needs our help.
2: And we don't think it's okay for someone to be looking for love when we have so many women that we're in Mm. direct communication with all the time, a lot
1: of who are also looking for love. Mm. And I've come up with a name of our new show. It's not The Queen Sesh. It's Dating at No First Sight. Do you like it?
2: (laughs) No, it's ridiculous. Okay.
1: And it doesn't flow at all. All Not catchy. We're working on the name. All right, welcome back to The Sesh, Hugh. Hey. It was very, very difficult. We searched far and wide to find your potential bride.
3: <gasps>
1: and Hugh, are you ready to meet Bianca from Sydney? Hi, Hi Bianca. Ooh, okay. So, how do we start?
2: Chemistry.
3: Yeah, with... I know. I'm, I'm feeling okay, sparks.
2: So, um, Hugh, if I'm going to start with you. What are you looking for? In a potential lover, before I feed you a queen, I need to know that there are a few things that I want to cover. Firstly, <laughs> are you in it for commitment? Like I'm talking no, no one on the side, just one-on-one, mm. future looks bright.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, like, any relationship is supposed to be one-on-one unless you swing, which, like, I know married people that swing and their marriages oh, are in tatters. Gosh. Um, so, but, but yeah, if Bianca I mean, was
1: a swinger, how would you handle oh, that?
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. No, but you need to be up front. Honest, you know. At least Honesty then everyone is knows. the
1: key. And Bianca, you have seen the photo of Hugh that we posted? Do you like what you see?
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh. I really liked what I saw. Okay. So definitely yeah. interested. Wicked.
1: <laughs> uh. We're not letting Hugh see a picture of you yet because we're sick of men thinking it's all about looks. Mm. <laughs> Which is why I think my show name, Dating at No First Sight, sticks works quite well then. All right, so Bianca, tell us a bit about yourself. Like, you know, what what do you like? What are you into? Uh, well, firstly, I'm not a swinger. Great. <laughs>
3: Great. That's cool. Damn like it. That. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I really like fashion. Mm. Dolphins are my favourite animal. Ah, um, I love dolphins. <laughs> are you a cat person or a dog person? I'm an animal person, but I've got a
2: cat. Now, what are your biggest turn-offs about a man? I think... This is bad presentation.
3: and Jewelry. Jewelry's fine. <laughs> you can be blinged.
2: Bad presentation. Okay. I've never seen Hugh present himself badly. Mm. <laughs> Lies.
1: Uh, mm, I'm, I'm just so not saying, saying anything. The thing
3: that in a beer gut is cool? Oh. No, that's like the Andy presentation. Oh.
1: And at least
2: we made little practice is with this important. love setting up. Yeah, thing. Before I go any further, obviously, I think we might have screwed this little lover, this little one up. But what's the one thing that would turn you off a woman? Because I know you to be a pretty relaxed mm. guy.
3: You know, arrogance. I mean, because women can be arrogant Oh my god! As did well. she like, just
2: call you badly presented, and you called her arrogant? <laughs> in a round, don't no, we've done no, we've done no, really no, badly. No, the worst.
3: Like, um, you know, like that's that's basically the one character for that I just you know melt for. In a bad way, feed mm. for. Us. But um <laughs> yes. but hey, I, I feel I'm feeling the vibe, Sydney here I come. I'm actually booking my flight right now.
2: Oh <laughs> <Good. laughs>
1: I see you. You guys are still potentially hitting it off. Yeah. I, th- I think we should make this happen. We'll film it. It's gonna be our own spin off series. Dating at No First Sight with the Queen Sesh. You you owe
2: your love to us. Thanks for um, (laughs) participating in the experiment.
1: (laughs) It's Dating at No First Sight with the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. (laughs) Still not not calling it that.
0: (laughs) The Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise.
1: It's the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. And Con, I want to know what you think about this. Earlier in the week... In a bid to get their kids into a prestigious Brisbane public school, okay, some parents were camping out the front of the school in tents mm. for up to 48 hours. Would you do the same? No,
2: because that's <laughs> not something I would do. But at the same time, I don't, I like, bag these parents for what they did because I get it. Like, a prestigious public school is, oh, like... Hen's teeth. It's, it's gold, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> It's like a freshly laid dragon egg. Like mm. you want that so badly because it's got none of the pretense and none of the this is the most expensive school and, you know, whatever, and all that crap that comes with those really expensive private schools. But it's, you know, got all the academic results. It's free. Hello. Why oh, I know. And, you know, often it it's like there's a couple of do- dodgy schools and a couple of good ones near where I used to live. And it was like the good ones, the kids were just happier. The kids were doing all this amazing stuff. And then the dodgy ones, I was envisioning that my kids are going to get beaten up if they went there. And, mm. you know, like, I get it. You just want the best for your kids. If you've got to camp for a couple of days, I wouldn't do it because I don't like that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, but you like camping, you and Denzi. See, I was thinking- Not at a school. I don't like school. <laughs> <laughs> so different. I camp on the beach
2: and, you know, like no. we, we have fun. But, no, there would be no fun camping in a school.
1: But surely there's a different system they can come up with. So the reason they did it is obviously, you know, there's school catchments mm-hmm, and yep. so they just had a limited number of people outside the catchment that they'd allow in. And So, so the these system are outside is, the catchment. So mm-hmm. Why don't they do what
2: normal people do and pretend they live somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> the Queen Sesh
1: with Constance Hall and Annalise. I think one of the favourite things that has happened to us this week would be the character that is Troy from Married at First Sight.
2: I am obsessed. Same. Honestly. He, at first I thought, oh, he's rank. He's just mm. up himself and he just wants a woman that's like, you know, mm. a certain type. Well, he, now no, he, I can't
1: get my head around him. Yes, yeah, so he, he caused a huge uproar in the first episode that he, uh, I guess, you know, came out on. Um, have a listen as to why that might be.
3: I'd probably say my type is the cheerleader. Yeah, blonde. blue-eyed. She's got this really tan skin. She's pretty skinny. She's got a big chest. Kind of sounds like a a blonde Barbie. Exactly.
1: Yes, a blonde Barbie. I think <laughs> it's, chest he's just to describe he really me, Con. To, I no. know. Like, why it wasn't me waiting from <laughs> the other end of the aisle, waddling down? I don't know. So at first we thought, okay, he's a dick. And I was really angry hearing that description saying that they want someone cheerleader and skinny and like that's rank.
2: So, And do you notice that a lot of the men stipulate what they want um, their new wife to look like? Whereas mm. a lot of the women stipulate how they want the men to make them feel. Yes. I just want a warm guy. I just want a guy that's smiling and at the kind. end. And kind. I just hope that he likes me. We don't got I want a big dick and <laughs> 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 a big paycheck.
1: <laughs> Imagine and it's like the best class. <laughs> <laughs> but then the weird thing was he's just started to get a little bit nuttier and nuttier and then they started introducing that crazy music that they play on those reality yes. shows whenever someone talks yes and then now i've started liking him because <laughs> he's so weird and okay did you see the episode where on the honeymoon he made her wait before they went out for breakfast have a listen of course just give me two
3: minutes i' just do few quick push the side. i just need to do it it'll, it'll make me hungry and then i'll eat even better over there. just give, you want to wait here two minutes I, was, I mean,
2: yeah.
0: doesn't
3: take me long to max out my push
2: ups. I don't forget it. It's the literally
0: standing in Yeah, I push
3: ups. Just wait one sec. I want to look my best all the time. I want to go to the gym as much as possible. I mean, you can't just go out with someone because they've got a nice heart.
2: Oh, yes. I have Roy. a theory. It mm. wasn't push ups. He had to, because she was in the house for ages getting ready. Mm. And so he could have done the push-ups outside or anything, right? So he had to get her out of the house because he needed to poo.
1: Mm, I don't know because they showed him doing the push-ups and the... Uh, he had to do some push-ups uh, because, ah.
2: to cover up the poo. That's exactly what he needed to do.
1: I think, Morning
2: poo. Yes, because you mm. can't... It's
1: their honeymoon. I know. Thank you, Con. We should uh, get Problem in touch solved. with his poor bride. I read on the internet know.
2: somebody said... Why, do, Why? how could she be 35 and still single said no one ever? <laughs> the
0: Queen
1: Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Con, last week we had Married at First Sight expert John Aiken on and he gave us, or you specifically, some tips on how to get your husband Denzi to help out more around the house with chores. Let's just mm-hmm. have a listen for anyone who missed Recap. last week.
3: The other thing I'd do with him is I would say a... Um, this is a situation, we're both in it together. How do you reckon we can do this better? So you use a lot of we's with him mm, rather than yeah. you and what you need to do. Different. How can we change this up and see what yeah. he comes up with?
1: Okay, Con, did we take John's advice? I did and and
2: I spoke to my husband about it and I brought up everything that John said about maybe it was more to do with my approach Mm -hmm. and less to do with his work ethic, which I still think is his fault because he should have just done it Mm. and seen that it was being done. But you know, like when you're getting results, you're getting results. So we had a chat about it and he told me that when I yell at him, there's just no way in hell he's going to do anything to help me. Yes. You know, I do tend to be quiet because I'm expecting people to just help like I would and stomping and quiet. I'm fine. And then I explode. So Mm. I said, okay, this is what I reckon we have a plan today. So I said to him the other morning, we have a plan today because we don't have any money so we can't do anything fun and <laughs> it was like payday the next day. I think we cleaned today, let's just do that and oh. he was like, okay cool. I was like, let's shut the kids off and come back and we'll just do a huge spring clean out. Now because, you know, it was a big plan and now I'm just so pregnant and he's like, I don't want you to do anything anyway, sit down and he literally did everything, cleaned our whole house, did a tip run, did and ever since he's been coming down and helping me just a little bits of help, like so you feel like when you're doing something, you you know, and I'm also I've also got more help from the kids. Zeke made dinner with me last night, the night before it was Arlo. Oh. So I'm feeling maybe like John Aiken gave me the
1: Midas touch. Oh, I love John. I can't wait to have him back no. on the show next time we have a problem.
2: I'm a little bit obsessed with him now. And anytime like I see the forums, like because I go on the forums after watching Maratha. <laughs> <website. laughs> every time anyone says anything, I don't say anything because, you know, otherwise people will be like, ah, eh, it's constant soul. So, but anytime anyone says anything bad about John, I'm just like, block.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise
2: Now Annalise, how have you gone with your kids starting school With Freddie starting school this week Has he made any friends? Has he reported back what he's
1: doing on his lunch breaks? Mm, well, He's a boy so I, I don't get a whole lot But do you know what is funny that he started doing Because you know have, they have the buddies yep. He started every now and then going Yeah, that's awesome And he puts on a deep voice. (laughs) Doesn't he do that voice when he's nervous? No, he does more of like a high-pitched voice. voice. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the yep. deep voices, I think he's copying it from his buddy. So that's kind of cute. I like that. But you you. Really he's happy to go there and that's the main thing, right, with boys as long as they're sort of happy and they're not saying it, things They're bad. happy
2: going there, exactly. Mm. And I have a similar situation. I'll sort of happy to go and so sort of leave it at that and don't pry too much into the ins and outs of what's happening during the day. We did have a queen write to us anonymously mm,
3: to the some, queen
1: sesh page. Yeah, why, why don't Queen Vice, and she says, My seven-year-old has started a new school, and he's told me he doesn't have anyone to play with at lunchtime. That's really heartbreaking. Oh. Nothing that? breaks
2: my heart as much as a kid playing on his own or oh, her own.
1: Isn't that hard? Because obviously mm. it's not, you know, the first year of school, so there's already formed friendships. I don't know. What 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 could you do?
2: I would probably go there and play with him myself.
1: Same. Th- <laughs> you just can't help it, can you? No. In fact, you know, do you know what I did do? I sent my kid with extra money for him to, his buddy to buy him and his buddy to an buy ice cream. some friends. Bribery? There you yeah. go.
2: Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. I don't know if they're allowed to do that. Schools have so many oh. rules. I just don't know what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do. Are you even allowed to talk to the teacher about your kids' friends? Because, I don't know. you know, everything's so, oh, helicopter mum. Like, the smallest thing I've written on Facebook, and it's so obvious that I'm not a helicopter mum, but someone's called me a helicopter mum, and I'm like, oh, so you're not allowed to interfere at all? Like, what are you, you know? I don't so, know. It's a really tough one.
1: It is, and it's a new game for me. I am finding it. A, there's a lot of admin involved. Just doing oh my the god whole the admin. school thing. Oof, I oh my god, it. it's a
2: full time job. And there is this myth that when your kids start school, you're gonna life's gonna free up a little bit. No, and you're gonna. And no, that's why I look forward to the holidays because that's when my life frees up a little bit. We can all work on the same schedule. Yes. Whereas, like, I Billy Violet handed me like eight notes after the first day of school, and I was just like. <laughs> What are they for? And she was like, I don't know, you have to read them all, you have to sign them, and some of them need money. Oh, <sighs> admin. Because I, I do not carry money on me, as you know. I am mm. a pay pass kind of gal. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, look, we're going to put that one on our Facebook, the Queen Sesh. Uh, what What can this Queen do? Is there anything that you can do? And, yeah, we'll definitely follow it up and, and see what advice is out there. But that's us for another week, con. That's us yeah. on the Queen Sesh. I hope
2: you all had a beautiful Sunday night. Have a good week. Have a great night. The Queen Sesh
0: with Constance Hall and Annalise.